welcome to the Preston Minster podcast. We want you to find your home, find your purpose and transform your city. Um, it's, it's so good. I mean, it's what an honor to preach on Baptism Sunday, to speak to you guys on a day like this. And you know what? Something caught my eye when we're coming to Baptism Sunday. This is just like off the cuff. And it was, it's the names of the people getting, getting baptized. You know, it's really deeply symbolic and significant. So, so Colin, I'm sure you have no idea what your name means. But <laughs> it either means, in Gaelic, young pup or young creature, or if you follow the French route back, it's victory. So wow, what a name, young creature, new creature in Christ. And then we've got Jordan. Jordan, like one of the symbols of baptism in the Bible is, is the children of Israel being brought out of slavery and crossing the River Jordan to get into the promised land. That's what we do. That's one of the symbols of this, passing through a river to get into God's promised land of a new heaven and a new earth forevermore. So what a significant name. And then Phoenix. <laughs> Phoenix, the, the legendary mythical bird that reduces to nothing, to ashes, then rises out of the flames to new life. Wow, that's what's going on here. New life and life forevermore. There's been many, uh, many, many battles over different types of technology, hasn't there? You might have had your favorite, like, which MP3 player did you go to? You know, it was eventually the iPod that won out, wasn't it, really? Out of all those, like, different, I think these, like, tiny little MP3 players. And then you got your first iPod MP3 player, which was a brick. And then there's wars over the different types of video game consoles. Hands up if you're, hands up if you're Xbox. Hands up if you're, oh, okay. Hands up if you're PlayStation. Oh, I think just a few more PlayStation people in the house. And there's still legendary technology battles going on. There's space battles. Two richest guys on the planet, Jeff Bezos, Elon Musk, find it out in space who will have new domination over the galaxy. But no war raged quite like the technology rage of the early 80s. Two technology giants. VHS versus Betamax. Who remembers that? I'm so old, I remember that. Children, remember this? Once upon a time, you used to have films stored on magnetic tape. One would have been VHS, one would have been Betamax, which is very interesting when you wanted to hire out a film. You had to hire out a film. You couldn't afford them, they were so expensive. You had to go to a shop in your high street and get a massive cassette, VHS of Betamax, and put it into your machine and watch the favorite blockbuster of the day. And I love choosing that. It's some, some amazing days watching films. Uh, one, of my, one of my best days was around my mates watching a back-to-back of Raiders of the Lost Ark and The Empire Strikes Back. What a day that was. But one of my all-time favorite films that I had out in the 80s was a film called Highlander. Anybody remember that film? You can, you, can, you can do some research after this. Go and check it out on Netflix. And Highlander was about these guys who were immortal. They could live forever until someone chopped their head off. And that was basically the premise of the film. They go around the world fighting each other because there's this immortal slogan, there can only be one. And the one left of all these immortals who could live forever would get the prize. 
But the prize was strange. When it came down to it, this is a bit of a spoiler alert, one guy does get to the prize. And the prize in the first film was that this immortal guy, this guy who had this amazing life, they could walk around the globe underwater if they wanted because it wouldn't kill them. Nothing would kill them apart from, you know, a blade to the neck. They wanted to be mortal. That was it. That was the prize was. Mortal. And there's this kind of like peace, peace, love, and humanity going on as well. They kind of have, have this ability to read the minds of the world and bring great scientists together to create world peace. But they wanted to be mortal. So I've got a question for you. And it was sung by the band Queen in the film. And it was this. Who wants to live forever? Who wants to live forever because that's what this water symbolizes you know it's a little bit like a coffin you go down put your arms crossed and then you're raised from the dead it's like you're drowning and then you're brought back to life life in its fullness and life forevermore so do you want to live forever these immortals didn't because it was too much and I, I spotted a little survey online people were asked would you like to live forever and about 53 percent of the people came back and said actually I just want another hundred years, another hundred years. You know, the premise was that you'd be trapped in your 25-year-old body. So like, I don't know, like maybe that's the, the age of perfection, 25. But you get to live for a hundred years. That's all they wanted. They didn't want to live forever. And is life got to that stage where you think, actually, if I was offered life and forevermore on a plate, I really wouldn't want it. You know, that's an interesting question. What would you say with that offer? And uh, a lot of us think that, um, that Will Smith is God. If you've seen Aladdin, Will Smith is God. God is like a genie. You can just say yes. Why don't you just snap his fingers and just give everybody life forevermore? My, my kind of theory on this, and you can challenge me on it, is I think actually one of the issues with that, if God were to snap his fingers and say everybody gets to live forever right now, we would find ways on this planet just to be nasty and crappy to each other forevermore. You need a change of heart. You need a change of heart. God is inviting us not simply to have life forever, but to have the best version of that life. It's a powerful thing. And when you, make, when you think about it, it's only something God can give to us. God gives us life in the first place, God and only God can give us life forevermore. And this water, what's happened today, is a sign about that. It's a sign of, you know what? I wouldn't just snap my fingers and give everybody life forevermore. There has to be a change of heart. So this is about dying and being raised again to eternal life, but it's also about a change of heart. It's about saying, you know what? I can't do it for myself. I do damage to myself. I do damage to the people around me. I do damage to God's world. You know, I recognize that. I need a change of heart. And so God says, come. For everything that God has done for us, everything that Jesus has done for us, you can be washed. You can be made clean. You can have a new heart. You can be born again and made new. A new creature. That is what is on offer. And we need that. We need that wash, that fresh start. And it's no surprise that it's life evermore on God's terms. It's a, it's a matter of trust and saying, all these guys have said, I put my trust in Jesus. I acknowledge that actually God is king. 
God is God and he's got the job. This is his life. He created life. He created the cosmos. But you know what? I love the fact that God is king. And I say, I surrender. <laughs> I surrender to God's rule, God's way of living for my life because I've come to love and trust him. And that's a journey that we can all go on. Many of us Christians, through what we've done, through the ups and downs, through the roller coaster of life, through the highs and lows, we can say, I love God and I trust his rule for my life. And so I say yes to being washed. I say yes to remain clean. And I say yes to eternal life in his name. God is God and he's got the job. That means we can trust him. And it's not just about, a lot of people think, ah, immortal life, eternal life. What does it even begin to look like? And you might have an image of that, which is about, I don't know, you remember the old Philadelphia adverts, it's about hanging around on a cloud, playing a harp, maybe you've got a pair of wings, that kind of thing. That's not it. God's version of new life is the best version, life forevermore. It's, it's cosmos 2.0. It's everything being remade and renewed. And God's saying, the life that I gave you, the spark of life that is within you now, I made it to go on forevermore. And I want that for you. And that's it. Just saying, God is king. I trust his rule. I trust his way for my life. And that's what I desire but we turn around, and, and Sam used that all-important word before. It's a, it's a very simple word, but it's a very powerful word. And repent simply means doing a 180. It means turning around and saying, you know what? I've tried living life my way. I've tried living life the way that everybody says I should live life to get happy and get the most out of it. And I recognize that's a dead end, and it's just not giving me what I want. It's not making me happy. It's not making me whole. It's not giving me peace and lasting joy. So I want to turn around. I want to repent and say yes to God's way. Yes to God's way of living and a new life, a new heart, and the best version of life forevermore. Thank you so much for listening to the Preston Minster podcast. We'll see you again soon.